The best chats are always the unscripted ones. There are interesting stories all around us, and here's one of them. Open your eyes, spectacular's right in front of you. <laughs> oh yeah, this is totally unscripted, so we never know where this is going to go. Dangerous. This is the unscripted perspective, the and here's your host, Phil Parker. Phil Parker. Phil Parker. Phil Parker. Phil Parker. <laughs> Well, hello, hello, hello. It is another unscripted perspective with me, your host, Phil Parker. Now, I always try and get amazing guests on this show. And even last minute, with the help of amazing people, I've managed to do the same thing again. I have Rocco Lupo, probably one of the most promising and amazing artists that I've heard in a while. Um, he's You're 14, right, Rocco? Yeah, I'm, I'm 14. You're 14, okay? Um, described as kind of like a young Michael Jackson type person. I know that's really dangerous things to say, but these are all words and things coming at me from people who are in the industry. And then um, we have John Lupo on the call as well. Thank you, John, for joining us. You're the you're, you're, you're big daddy, as we like to call you. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Um, it's an absolute pleasure to have you. Um, um, now, Rocco, you're a, when I compare you to Michael Jackson, the young Michael Jackson, you're, you're a musical artist. So um, the questions that people always ask, at the age of 14, what really happened in your life that you felt like you needed to be in music? Well, I just, when I hear, um, I was always into like old music and, different styles of like funk and stuff. So when I got into, that's really like what started it because I just loved it even since I was two. My dad showed me all that music and then I started to do uh, Michael Jackson. I like kind of studied him in every way. Michael Jackson, James Brown, a lot of those, uh, you know, the great artists, but that's really how I got into music. Um, and so John, um, how young did, um, Rocco really start showing you that he was into music? Because, um, for me, I have a four-year-old and a, um, one, well, one year old that feels like she's turning 12 with her attitude right now. But, um, um, just music seems to be the center of their, their, like you put on a song and they're dancing and bop and that's kind of what happens because we love music so much. But um, were you listening to James Brown? Was that something that you had an influence on? Like, did you start seeing it young, like kind of like what I'm talking about? So I, I'm a big Motown fan. And when Rocco says he likes old music, he likes Motown, the oldies, but goodies. Uh, Rick James, uh, George Benson, the Gap Band. Th those are all my bands. And so obviously if that's what I listen to, that's what my kids listen to. When Rocco was two years old, um, before he could even talk, he would have a microphone in his hand and he had and he would be singing. And it's ironic because he'd be singing, you know, Rump Shaker to Teddy Riley's song at two years old. We have that on his website, on Rocco's website uh, of him singing and dancing to Rump Shaker and uh play that funky music white boy was his two favorite songs <laughs> you know i actually like that song too so there's nothing wrong with that that's a it's a great track um 
but yeah i mean like for me growing up it was always um i was massive into country when i was um growing up because that's what my mom had on and and um rocco i'm gonna say a word that you may not recognize uh tape okay um that's the first young joke of the night by the way um so um so it was on tape we were like you'd flip the sides and we'd hear it like back to back to back it was randy travis garth brooks um um kenny rogers you like it just back to back like all the way to my grand's house all the way back which is about two and a half hours each way so you get you get a full tape in you know each 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 way you know what i mean so um it was always fun for me when new music started being introduced into my life so you're talking about how Motown and things like that were the center of what you were growing up with. But um, Rocco, when you stepped away from what your dad's influence was, what, what really caught your attention? Like, what was it that really, like right now, if you were to pick an artist that you're really looking at going, that's the person I want to be like, who is it? It's definitely Michael Jackson. Cause Michael, like the way he sang with his voice, his vibrato, and a lot of his tracks, you know, I just always loved them. It just gave me a certain feeling with the songs, and that you can't really beat Michael. Right, I agree. Um, is there anyone maybe current that you kind of feel that way about, or? Oh, I like um, Bruno Mars. I like Usher. So. Cool. Um, I'm a massive um, Justin Timberlake fan as well. Um, Justin, Justin is, and the reason why I brought Justin up is, um, he's, he's one of those, those artists that was kind, it's kind of similar to your story. Um, even though you're not in a boy band beforehand, he was very influenced by, um, by Michael as well. And he actually talks about that. Like he, he studied him. He watched all of his videos that he came out with. He watched all of his moves. He's born entertainer. And um, just kind of doing some homework on you, you kind of feel like that is what you're working towards. So um, work ethic and all that kind of stuff. I literally did a um, podcast with Tony Mercedes, your manager, it sounds like. Um, And he was talking about those same things. And he doesn't ever sign or be part of somebody that is... Um, somebody's transition to greatness or whatever their track of career, unless he believes that they have this stuff. So you really are on the right track because these people are invested in your ability, um, which is amazing for, for John um, because to see that your influence has made him work, have this work ethic and have this centered attitude about, being in the music industry because it's very easy to get big headed and everything like that. And, um, you, you carry yourself really well. Like there's, everyone says this about you. So that's why I was like, okay, let's get this kid on here. I want to hear his music. I want to talk to him a little bit more. Um, so you're 14 years of age. I mean, music is kind of what you're at. What do you do outside of that? What, what are your interests outside of that? Um, I love hanging out with my family and my friends and uh, just having fun with them. and But that's like the main thing is I like to stay close to my family. It's cool. 
um no video games or any of that kind of stuff uh i don't really play video games that much unless i'm like playing with my friends and my brothers because my brothers like to play video games so unless That's fair. Uh, yeah you know, you know I, I was always told that video games rot your mind anyway so um based if you're using me as evidence that's probably true because i'm not a music artist or um famous or anywhere near being a millionaire so um you're probably on the right track not playing video games so that's fair (laughs) um um, so we're going to get back into your music i'm going to play your first the first single that you released on spotify we just talked about a little bit um it's called all night um what inspired this track what what was it like were you were you right did you write the lyrics was it co-written how did it all come about yeah so i i co-wrote it but um it was my first time in the studio i think it was like the third day because we went to me and my dad we went to la and um we were just free-minded so like we didn't know what was going to happen we were kind of nervous but um they gave us like this track and it was kind of Cause at the time, like I was really, really into Michael. And they're like, "Oh, we'll give you a track kind of like Michael, but more modern." So, yeah, I mean, that's I kind of co-wrote it with a guy named Christian, and that's what I got. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Um, do you ever get nervous? Like, um, does d- d- does all this like fame and stuff? Does it ever kind of make you a little bit nervous or give you any anxiety at all? No. Or are you I- just taking it in your stride? Yeah, I don't really get nervous like that. I haven't really experienced the getting really nervous yet because right. I have a huge, huge stage. But yeah, but well, he did about Philip. He did have some sold out crowds that he wasn't nervous for at all. Like, and and we a month ago we did Kansas City Live, and you know last year Salt and Pepper was the headliner for Kansas City Live. This year Rocco was the headliner for Kansas City Live, and uh, you know he. I give this little kid a lot of credit. I mean, he's just, he wants to make people happy through his music and his dancing, and it's his opportunity to showcase what he can do. So um, I'm glad he doesn't get nervous when he's on stage. What's it like being a proud dad just watching all this happen? I mean, obviously you're trying to influence as much as possible and get him in front of the right people and everything. But I mean, um, like for me, it's uh, being a parent, being a parent it's hard to get it's hard not to get emotional when things are happening the right way like you, yeah. you know um my wife will make fun of me sometimes because she'll turn around and i'm just got a tear glistening because he said something that we told him like maybe six months before about how not to do stuff or whatever and i'm like oh my god i'm so proud of him like it's like it, it, you know <clears throat> um it, it's very it's it's one of those things that as a parent we go through. Um, what's that journey been like for you? Because I'm sure that those moments, if if you're like that at all, that happens all the time for him. Because it, it yeah. seems like things are just continuously falling the right way for him. Well, I'm I'm really proud of him because you know I I own a couple of companies and I know what workers are like. And I like to as an owner, I I give what I I receive. And the same thing with Rocco. He, he wants this so bad, he puts in all the work. Like when we're in studio, we'll get there early in the morning. We might be there till two or three in the morning. And then we'll go back to our room and get just a couple hours sleep. And he'll wake up every morning and be like, dad, I can do this every day. And then when we're getting ready, he's gonna go on tour, the screen tour, and he'll have six backup dancers. And he will, uh, he's never had a dancing lesson. And these girls are professional dancers and they'll work all day. 
and then they'll just implement Rocco into the routine. And the girls will tell me he's like a natural. He can just fit right in with professional dancers. So what I'm proud of is that how bad he wants it. This is his dream. I didn't, I didn't push this on him. I'm just supporting what he does, but I am a singer uh, just on a karaoke level and it's fun for me. So I'm living through my son. So yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I wish I could be on a stage too one day. I, um, I feel that I definitely feel that I'm a karaoke guy myself. So yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, so, okay. We're going to play all night. It's, um, it, I mean, I haven't heard the, the newest track that's coming out yet, but, um, this is, this is really, really good. So Rocco, I like straight out of the gate, man. I don't know you before this podcast. I want to give you a massive pat in the back for this. It's not, um, it's not something that a lot of people can do very easily. Um, it, like making a track that's just so like, so when you hear something on the radio and automatically you're just sitting in traffic, you don't even know who it is. And you're just kind of going, Oh yeah, this is kind of good. Like this is the kind of feeling that you get from this track. Um, and you've also got that distinctive kind of sound as well. Um, because it's very easy to just sound like everything else that's out there as well. Um, so, um, being that you're with Teddy and you've got, um, Tony Mercedes behind you and all that kind of stuff, that'll definitely help. But you're, um, it just, it's, it's really cool. You ha you hadn't even met these guys. They weren't even really part of it yet. And you, you, you did this. It's massive kudos to you, buddy. So Thanks. This is All Night from Rocco Lupo. Don't let go. You got me moving, moving all night. I 
Well, Rocco, I mean, dude, I, I, I'm, I'm speechless in many ways when I hear new artists come up with stuff that's that good. I mean, and I'm not just saying it because you're on the podcast. It's easy for you to go on places and pay people to just say nice things about you. I literally know nothing about you. We've not met before. And this track is, is fire. I love it. So, um, the fact that you made this yourself, like with no real like major influence or anything that was like um, driven by the industry already, like having brilliant people behind you like you do now. It's just it, it shows that you have the brain to produce and create and do those great things that we talk about other artists. Um, I mean, John, we've lost some amazing artists these last couple of years. I mean, um, David Bowie, you know, the list goes on and on and on. I say David Bowie just because um, it was one that really hit me because I just, yeah, David Bowie's it for me. But um, just when you see, it's hard as a parent, obviously, to look at your anyone that is in your family that like you're going, oh man, he could be, he could be the next, you know, but legitimately Rocco's got this this ability to create that not a lot of people have like I'm I mean I do this podcast quite a bit there's 60 episodes out of those 60 I've probably spoken about 25 30 artists and the music is always good but it's it's not always great like this is great you know what I mean like it's it's got that substance that sometimes lacks when you don't have that influence from like great producers and amazing managers and great PR people, you know what I mean? So, um, what, what's the secret sauce to that, uh, Rocco? I mean, you're, I, I think I'll answer it for him. I think, you know, he, his relationship with God, we prayed when we went to LA, you know, we didn't know we were both nervous. We were both nervous on the plane. We were just praying that we didn't even know who we were going to meet. We were just hoping the producer would come up with a great track. The writers would help us uh, co-write some great uh, lyrics and that his voice would turn out good. But what we found out on the first week of making music in a studio is that he's a natural and he has a tone. And everybody tells me how they're in love with this tone because there's a million great singers out there but few people can create a tone where you know, no matter when you hear it, whatever song it is, it's Rocco. You know, yeah. Elton John could do it. You know, Michael McDonald could do it. There's, there's a hand, Madonna, you know a Madonna song. But the reason why we're able to get the likes of a Teddy Riley is he's just all in. He's in love with Rocco's tone. And Sony's in love with his tone. And everybody always tells us how Rocco's going to be the next big thing. And it's not even just his music, it's his dancing and it's, it's him, you know, like that. He's just a good kid and he wants it so bad. So I I'm a proud father, but he, he genuinely has good talent. And I've seen him in his concert. The girls will line up for an hour and a half just to get 
<laughs> he'll stand there all day and take his pictures and he's he's really he's really good that's awesome um a proud proud dad right there rocco you, you you're very lucky to have somebody supporting you that's so close because um it's not always the case um and it's it's nice to have that support um but you know you're 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 on the stage you're creating music you're um when, like does do you ever pinch yourself and go I'm, is this really happening to me i'm 14 most 14 year olds are fighting over who gets to play xbox next you know what i mean like they're like you're you've you've really you've got the whole world is your oyster not even not even just joking it's like you're 14 i wish i had an ounce of your talent when i was 14 like you're you're like like how does that feel dude you're you're like you're living a dream right now it's kind of it's kind of crazy to me like when i'm listening to my songs i don't even like think it's me i don't know why but it's because you know it's crazy to me how um like the people that i've been surrounded around they've just been uh supporting me and like encouraging me to do music and grow yeah yeah i mean who who inspires you though i mean other than your 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 um sounds like your family's religious which is really cool um it's always a great baseline but musically other than michael jackson and and that kind of stuff who who makes you get out of bed in the morning other than yourself i mean you're you're always look sounds like you're a go-getter and you're just ready to t- take swings at this industry and 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 really start selling some records but like is there if you were to pick somebody in in your either in your life or people that are around you currently like who kind of inspires you to keep going when because i mean there's there's probably been a couple of times where it's kind of maybe maybe not yet or maybe maybe there will be in the future but there's there's always going to be times where things don't look great and you think that something's going to go a certain way and it doesn't and it still works out but you're like oh wow that was close like who's who's keeping that inspiration for you one like like my dad said we're believers in god and I just believe that God will lead me in the right direction and that he like he has my back. So if this is my if this is my if this is his will, then it will happen. That's just that's just how I think and yeah. Well, that's cool, man. I am I you know what? There's not a lot of kids your age that are that centered. Um speaking from just i'm i'm 39 this year oh man that sounded that even saying it that hurt um so like (laughs) i'm i'm older let's put it that way right and um like just seeing the kids around these days it's all about technology it's all about ipads it's all about like playing video games i mean does it ever do you ever get distracted do you ever start thinking man, I just want to kind of hang out and do nothing for a minute. I'm kind of like, I just want to put my feet up, play some video games, drink some pop or pop. Wow. Now I really am showing my age, uh, soda or something. Um, you know, like, is there like, how, how difficult is it for you to keep that motivation? It's actually not, it's not hard for me. Cause I always like to work on my craft and I'm always trying to get better at singing. Cause I know I still have a long way to go. That song you just heard um, all all night, or everyone heard, it, it's the progress that I've been 
working on like once you hear my next songs and you'll you'll hear a difference because you know i just love working on my craft and you know i've had some great vocal coaches that have been in my life and they've just been helping me and supporting me and make me work harder and harder and giving me that motivation and they tell me they tell me like someone's out there working harder than you so you have to work twice as hard and that's just that's just how I go. I'd like to be the best I can be. Mm. That's just that's it for me. So there's not many distractions in in my life like video games. Like sometimes I like to have fun and play a board game with my family, but it's mostly just working on my craft and my voice. You're I, I'm I'm saying this with your father sitting next to you, dude. You're a credit to your family because there are so many people who don't have your discipline and don't have your attitude. Like it is incredible that you are who you are at this young age. Like it is absolutely impressive. So keep, keep that attitude, man. And your, whatever it is that inspires you, if it's your religion, what you believe, whatever that is, just don't lose that because you are, you've got this, you've got this road ahead of you that will have some bumps and things that come up on the way, but your belief in your faith and the, the motivation you have, the fact that your dad is, is driven to make sure that he's there beside you every step of the way. And your family's with you, dude, you're, you're destined for greatness. And when I say greatness, I don't mean that you're going to win a Grammy because greatness can be anything. Greatness is, it's subjective. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. um, greatness could be you say, sell 10 million records or greatness could be you've got like 5 million followers on Spotify or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like you, where you are right now and the attitude that you have is absolutely phenomenal. So don't ever lose that, dude. You're f- fantastic. Thank you. Um, John, f- fair play to you, man. I feel like this whole podcast is just me complimenting you guys because you're just, <laughs> you're like, it's 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 inspiring hearing people. Um, like if you, how did the Sony thing happen? Well, like, so that song you just played all night, I mean, we just released it. We didn't know. And it literally got just shy of 150,000 streams on it. And so the phone started ringing. And Sony signed us for a one-year deal, a one-album deal. And um, and then, you know, he got signed to go on the, the Scream Tour, which is a huge deal for him. I mean, that's like 30 stops from New York all the way to California. We live in Texas. And so things started going really fast. I was really proud of Rocco when, um, when Sony signed him. We went to the Sony Studios, and there was um, – like 26 executives there, maybe eight writers, and they wanted to make some more music with Rocco. And But Rocco's true to who he is. He wants to be old school, and they wanted to make modern music. So we had this song, and they go, Rocco, go in there and sing, you know, a couple of verses. And he goes, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. And they go, well, just please do it, and we'll play it back for you. Maybe you'll like it. He goes, let me do this. He goes, let me just write the whole song for you. And they're like, you can do that? And he's like, yeah, I'll just write a song. So Rocco heard a track for the first time 
and he goes into the studio in front of all these people and he writes a song and these guys were jumping up and down hugging uh, because they loved it so much. I should, I'm going to send you the song just so you can hear what he did in front of everybody. And uh, what was the name of that song again? All Over You. All Over You. And he sang that song and wrote it and performed it right before their very eyes. And um, I was just blown away. I was blown. I didn't know he can write a song from A to Z. I knew he was a co-writer on a bunch of songs, but I didn't know he could write a song with the pressure of everybody looking at him. And he did it just so he wouldn't have to do like a modern song or they, I think they wrote a rap song for me. He's like, I'm not a rapper, you know? Mm, mm. So, um, it's, it's just fun watching this kid go and, and his dancing and he's just, I mean, a- it's, it's incredible, dude. Like I'm not like, um, I heard, I heard the track, obviously the Spotify track and all the, all the time I'm, I'm doing this, I'm reading the Eileen Shapiro, uh, piece. It's, um, it's incredible as well. And, you know, Eileen doesn't write just to write. Like she's, she's your PR person, but she's not going to lie. You know what I mean? She's not right. in this business. She didn't get as far as she did by just making up some stuff. Right. right. Um, so I'm reading that piece that she sent me and I'm just like, man, this kid is like 14. This is incredible. But meeting you and meeting your dad is, is, is like, it's, it's surreal because the reason I say that is there are so many people who don't have the attitude it's and John, you're going to, you're in business. You are going to full on agree with me on this one. There is a self entitled um, attitude out there right now where it feels like, Hey, I'm going to do this and I should, I should get that. Yeah. I should, I deserve to get there. I deserve to have this, mantle i deserve to have my music heard i deserve this i deserve that it's very um business is the same way like i i don't don't know what it's like for you my friend but hiring people right now it's like i deserve 40 bucks an hour i was like yeah uh, you're not going to get 40 bucks an hour flipping burgers you know what i mean yeah Um, but it's it's um it's just a little crazy that you have a 14 year old boy that has none of these traits. He's comfortable in himself. He's confident in himself. Like he's confident that this is the type of music that he wants to make. And nobody's going to tell him any different. And Sony or, or BMG or whoever is out there um, could come in and say, hey, we'll give you 20 million and you're going to make a rap song. And he's going to be like, nope, I'm good. This is what I'm making. This is where I'm at. That actually and- happened. They told him how much money he was going to get. And he said, it sounds good on paper. He goes, but what am I going to do with it? I can't buy nothing. <laughs> yeah, right. It's- <laughs> he can't even buy a car. He can't drive. Um, but, but Teddy Riley said it best. Teddy Riley, uh, he was performing in texas and he had us go see him backstage and after the concert we met him at his hotel and um he told rocco he said you got to stop telling people that you're 14 years old he goes because you don't act 14 you don't talk like a 14 year old you don't sing like a 14 year old he goes there's nothing about you that's like a 14 year old so i thought that was a incredible compliment for rocco it it is it is more than you realize a, a, a massive compliment. 
Right, so I'm going to play this next one. And this next one is the one that's unreleased, but it's the first one you're going to release off the new album. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah, it's called Priceless, That Drip. We're excited. We we made the music video about a month ago. We're going to release the music video in about a week. And um, Rocco, um, when he, he the reason why he doesn't play video games is he got a girlfriend about a month ago, and they talk till one o'clock in the morning. He doesn't have time for video games anymore. Boy, oh boy! Hey, you you uh, you take it easy there, Rocco. You know when this releases. When this releases, those girls are going to get all your, they're going to be coming at you. You better, you better uh, just, hey, your dad is sitting right beside you. If you need advice, don't be afraid to ask it. You know, it's, it's, (laughs) it's going to be, it's going to be a rocky wave that you got to go on there when you get famous and everything. Um, Not that I know anything about fame, but you know, um, (laughs) here so we're going to play this Priceless song. Um, I have not heard this yet for people who are interested in, in knowing this information. This has not been listened to by my ears before. So the reactions after it are going to be genuine as always. Could I, could I just say one thing, Philip? Yes. So we Rocco's made over 30 songs and we have the hardest time picking which one to release first. So we had a listening party of about a hundred girls come over to our house and unanimously the girls were walking around the house singing. The hook on this song is unbelievable. The drip. And um, we picked this song because every girl that's heard it, this is their favorite song. So um, um, am I correct in graphic that you're shooting for are a bunch of girls? I mean, <laughs> I'm, jo- I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> It yeah, seems like all these girl. parties are just girls. I mean, um, Rocco, you, you know, you got this girlfriend now, man. You can't have these girl parties anymore. You got to find new ways. Um, dropping stuff on TikTok and getting seen reactions and doing that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll play this song and stop talking about it and let people um, hear for themselves. This is Priceless by Rocco Lupo. Coming after me, I can barely breathe. 
She's everything I want. She's everything I need. She's giving me a whole new scene. She got that drip. She got that ooh She got that bit. Sandy Bravo Louie. Girl, take this trip and fall into me. Everything's got a price tag. What we got to this price dude you're killing me over here seriously <laughs> thank you it's so so good i mean obviously like i said to you before um we hit record on this um there's a there's a certain thing that there's a footprint of of who produced the track and there's definitely there's some tones and there's stuff happening in the track that is but dude, you're it's creatively, it's all you. And it's amazing. Like the thing, the thing about having good producers and good managers and good people around you that are in the industry, they're like a GPS, right? It's they're not like they're not gonna get you to the exact address. It's like you're you're tuned in, you know where you're going, you got the coordinates, you're going for there, and this is nothing's getting in your way. But you're you're soaking in all this knowledge and you're getting all this stuff from the people around you. And that track is testament to you growing in a short period of time. And I can't imagine, I mean, you're 14. If I come back in five years' time and I'm listening to your music, I'm afraid to what I'm, I'm afraid of what I'm going to hear because it's just, it's already amazing. So, um, well Thank done, you. man. Well, well done. Thank you. Um, what was it like working with, um, Teddy? I mean, I'm still, I still have to meet the guy, but, um, he's, he was supposed to be on a podcast not that long ago with me and things happened, but, um, What's it like working with him? He's, I mean, he's got like, I mean, he's got Blackstreet behind him. So he's got a lot of, yeah. but he's also produced for so many other massive artists. Like how, how easy it is, how easy it is. I can speak, I promise. Um, how easy is it to um, work with the guy? Because he's, he sounds f uh, phenomenal. Man, Teddy, he was a blessing. He He's a, it's easy to work with him. He's just the way he like works is like amazing. Like the production of the music, you can definitely hear uh, the difference between, you know, uh, before and after. Cause we had the original version of the song priceless. And then 
Teddy, as we said, you know, Teddy remixed it, and you can definitely hear the difference in it. Teddy's just amazing, to amazing person. But Philip, what's amazing about it is Rocco, when he was two years old, he was singing songs uh, to Teddy Riley. And Rocco, um, when we first went to the studio in L.A., uh, the producer's wife was pregnant and was ready to have a baby. And they had asked us, well, if he if he has to go to his wife, to, to the hospital for his wife, who would you want to be a producer? And Rocco's like Teddy Riley. But they're like we're not going to be able to get the likes of a Teddy Riley. Cause you know, Teddy Riley's the only guy that produced an entire album for Michael Jackson, you know? And, um, and so Rocco knows this. And since Michael Jackson is someone he really looks up to as a singer and a dancer, of course he's going to want Teddy Riley. So the, the odds that we were going to get Teddy Riley were slim to none. So to have Teddy stay at our house for three or four months, to build this incredible album with Rocco. Um, it's a dream come true. And, and, you know, for Rocco, you know, he's only 14 years old right now, but he works every bit as hard as anybody in the room. He knows what he wants to do. He knows what he wants to sound like. Sometimes it sounds perfect and Rocco's not happy. And he's like, I can do better. I'm going to do it again. We're like, okay, do it again. And he's right. He does do it better. So I, I love seeing the two of them together. And then when Teddy was in the Hall of Fame, he invited uh, my whole family to sit at his table and watch him get this prestigious award. And, you know, Teddy has been a blessing to this family. Um, and he's definitely a blessing to Rocco. He's taking Rocco under his wing. He wants to use his own money to promote Rocco's music. Um, and, you know, Teddy just really believes in Rocco and this family. It's, um, you know, I found something out very quickly. Um, Eileen Shapiro and everyone around her, everyone she's connected to, um, whether it be Tony Mercedes, um, you know, whoever it is, they all have the same heart. They all have the same belief. They always, they always have the same goodness in them. And you have a team of people now that have that same goodness as your family does. So just focus on that. Like you're, you're seriously on the right track. I've been blessed to be introduced to Tony Mercedes. Um, he is an amazing person. Um, I did a live interview with him. If you haven't seen it, check it out. I can send you the link. He's, he's incredible. You already know that, but, um, just um talking about his new movie and all that kind of fun stuff and but it's it's so good to have these kind of people that know that can navigate that have been there they've learned from their mistakes you know you you just stay on point don't worry about the the noise is going to happen like people are going to want to jump on the Rocco Lupo train but they weren't there at the beginning so they got they they have to wait or just be spectators at this point right and right. I'm happy yeah. to be a spectator, but I'm telling Tony, you right. Tony definitely is a very talented man. He's got over 125 million records sold. Um, and and he likes he really believes in Rocco and likes his music. And Elaine Shapiro is an amazing publicist. She just put him in the Hollywood magazine. And um, we're very excited to have the likes of Elaine Shapiro as our publicist. And we definitely have tremendous momentum with the tour getting ready to come up. 
and Rocco's going to make a lot of new fans on the meet and greets and they're going to enjoy his music. But with this album getting released, we just pray that the, the world's going to like his music. Uh, I just know how hard Rocco works and everything he put into it. And I just, I'm just praying that the world appreciates his music. Truthfully, I don't see that being an issue for you. Um, just the two tracks that I've listened to. Um, here's the thing, Rocco, you're, um, you're, you're 14 years of age. There's going to be people that are negative. Okay. Your dad's going to probably have had this conversation with you already, but I'm going to say the same thing. There's going to be some negativity out there because people are going to be jealous and they're going to want what you have. And they're going to be saying things that just don't sound good. It's all noise. You have an amazing family. Your dad is, I mean, just having a short conversation with him. Like, He's he's here. He's present. Not a lot of guys can say that or kids even now can say that their parents are present in their lives. You have a family that is there like backing you and putting the right people in front of you. You got it all. You don't need the, the platinum records are going to come. That's that's whatever. That's noise. You have gold already. You have platinum already. You've got these amazing people. Just focus on what you do. Keep creating. Your music is awesome. Just do what you love. Because when it's not fun anymore, it's it's just a job. And who at 14 wants to work? Like, seriously? <laughs> um, so what's, I mean, you got the album coming out. When is that hopefully dropping? Within a couple of weeks. And, and it's well, going to we, be. Well, we're not going to release the album. I mean, anymore, they just, you release them one at a time, is how they want us to do it. Like, right. I'm old school. So I remember you buy an album and it's fun, but like, that's not how they do it anymore. You just release it. No, no. We Maybe just... an EP five at a time. Yeah, yeah. You know, we we had that conversation as well. It's like, ah, <laughs> uh, man, remember, remember those days you used to walk into, um, for me, I'm Irish, so it was um, it was Golden Discs or um, H HMV. If any Europeans are listening, um, just record stores. Um, records are making a comeback now. Like what happened? Like John, I feel like people are just trying to steal the past, and just it's all of a sudden being old is popular. Like what happened? <laughs> like this, everyone fought to make the clearest sound so you can hear a pin drop. And now it's like, Hey, let's get a record and, and let's do vinyl and let's do all this stuff. Um, the other thing that I would say Rocco is your authenticity is incredible. Just stay true to you. Um, you're obviously picking the right stuff. You're, you're, um, your tracks are, I mean, your tracks are just, I mean, let's be honest, that track, if if you didn't have a girlfriend, there's about 15 <laughs> girls already after listening, you know what I mean? It's like, just be careful, okay? Be careful who you're, who, who you're showing that to. Um, okay. But legitimately, um, look, you're 14 years of age. I think you've got an amazing, amazing career ahead of you. But um, don't get don't get sucked into the noise. You got an amazing family. I think you're an amazing guest to have on the show. I'm very grateful and blessed to have you on the show for for this podcast. Um, I got to hear 
um, and my listeners got to hear a track before it got released. It hasn't happened that often. Um, the last time it happened was with Tony Mercedes' daughter, Roxanne Luciano. Um, I, I'm sure you're familiar. Yeah. Um, another great human being who I love to death. Um, but um, yeah, she, <laughs> we shared, she probably overshared her tracks a little because she was so excited but um we got to hear some of her new stuff coming out and uh, we were extremely excited about that so um i'm just again so grateful that you guys gave your time it's late and i even said it to your dad i was like hey it's gonna be pretty late are you, are you is he is he gonna be okay with um being up too late on a on a weekday you know what i mean <laughs> um but um, oh, other he's than... up till one or two o'clock every night. He's a he's a creative mind that every night he's like, Dad, come up. He's got his own studio at the house, and he's like, Dad, listen to this. I got trumpets now. I've got horns. Like he's always trying to make a track that's going to impress me, and I like all of it. But, awesome. but Philip, I just really want to thank you for inviting both of us on your show, and you know, God bless you and your show and your viewers. You know, we really appreciated the time you gave us and putting our song out there really appreciate that hey you're you're eternally grateful um and when the album and there's more tracks and um we can actually talk about maybe you know coming to the pacific northwest and visiting you know uh visiting you know a, a city that i happen to live nearby where i can come and see you live that might be cool you know um absolutely the tour is going to hit all of united states and we're definitely going to get you some backstage passes and from there you go that's you see you see your dad knows what i'm getting at it's like he's old school he knows what that means he's he's got he's got my he's we're on the same wavelength i like that that's cool um so rocco i don't know how far down the rabbit hole you've crawled but um for the listeners is there a website is there social media um what do we got to kind of i suppose dangle the carrot to the people who really want to see more of you um on tiktok i'm i'm rocco.lupo and on instagram i'm the dot rocco.lupo because there's only one of you man there's like the (laughs) rocco.lupo.com yeah i also on uh you can look up on safari or google rocco.lupo.com you're giving you're giving away your your operating system on Safari. Oh my goodness! Um, <laughs> oh, one last thing, Philip. He's got his own app on Apple too, so you can just get the Rocco Lupo app too, which is a lot of fun. <laughs> you you you're just dude. You're an entrepreneur now as well. Like, what's going on? I'm <laughs> I don't, I, I'm just trying to support my son. It's awesome. It's I'll awesome. I'll give my left arm for this kid. He's just very worthy of this. He's very um, So, you know what? Before we go, I'm going to ask you one thing. Um, there are millions of people, and you know this because you're probably bombarded with people every day. And you see it all the time. Um, who want to be where you are. Um, we called them haters before, but there are some genuine people out there who just want to learn from your path. What is the best advice that you can give someone who is just trying to start i mean you're 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 already there i mean you're you're going to release this album release some tracks you've got the greatest team around you what's the advice you have for people who want to get to where you are um 
just follow your dreams and never give up. That's a, that's what about you, dad? All right. Well, I'll tell you this, follow Rocco because Rocco <laughs> is going to have, um, uh, on his social media, um, you can be on his next song and his next music video. You can get noticed by, by learning his music. He is going to have, um, uh, interviews and tryouts for people to do collaborations with him. And so, um, if you want to get noticed, follow Rocco because he's definitely going to bring people with him along the way. That's, that's incredible, man. That's, he's going to give back. That's that's out. what giving back is, and I I love that. Um, so well done, man. That's that's a big deal. Um, um, we've seen some of the bigger artists out there are doing it right now. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember his name. Um, Lincoln Park rapper. I'm trying to think of his name. I can't remember it. Um, he's on TikTok doing the same thing. He's like he he's literally he raps a song and then he goes finish my lyrics. And then right. he, he puts that video together and they, they collaborate. It's really, really cool. Um, people are starting to really connect with fans a different way. And um, again, it just adds to your authenticity, Rocco. So just keep doing that. Um, sounds like you're grounded. You got, you know what you're doing. Um, I've said that a few times during this podcast. Um, just because, just because I loved it so much. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another awesome, awesome unscripted perspective. I want to thank my guests this evening for being as amazing as they have been. I will catch you all again next week with another amazing episode. Don't forget to go check out Rocco Lupo and everything that he's doing. Keep an eye on his Spotify, his Apple, his whatever streaming service you use. And go with grace and we will talk again soon. Thank you so much for listening and be sure to leave us a rating or review on your favorite listening platform. Be sure to keep in touch with us on Facebook and Instagram at The Unscripted Perspective. Or you can visit us at www.theunscriptedperspective.com. Come on.